Welcome to Almost Here, Around the Corner of Future Technology podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used. We're just around the corner from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Everyone and welcome to Future Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Juliette Lamar, and joining us today is Neville Boston. He is the CEO at Reviver Auto. Welcome, Neville. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. A pleasure is ours. I'm so excited to share your product with, with our audience. So why don't you go ahead and explain to them what it is, what Reviver Auto is. So what Reviver Auto is, is the first digital electronic license plate. We uh, we started working with uh, the Department of Transportation uh, back in um, DMV back in uh, 2008 with our initial conversation. And it was just about over-air registration, being able to do it remotely. And then the product has morphed in uh, to the ability to do uh, parking and tolling uh, unlimited cause plates and specialty plates, um, and then being able to send amber alerts and um, silver alerts and uh, inclement messaging uh, that you can send out through the plate. So it's become kind of a connected uh, platform that's that's connected to your car, and it's visible from the outside. I think that's what makes it unique and different. It's it's so interesting, and just for our listeners, um, you know, it looks like an, like an LED screen on the back of your car where your license plate would be. So nothing really changes too too badly. It looks exactly like a license plate, but it can it can change. And hopefully this will cut down on several issues. Um, the first thing that's popping into my mind is the DMV, how much I dislike having to go there and send in registration and all this. Is, is one of the purposes to eliminate, say, that aspect of being a driver? It's, you know, something it's about just simplification. I mean, you can use the app now to be able to communicate um, in regards to doing your registration. Uh, if you wanted to get a cause or especially plate, you can do that through the application as well. Uh, if you wanted to change the background from a, a white background with, with uh, black lettering or a black background with white lettering, you're able to do that. So it's very interactive. Um, and, and, and then also from a safety perspective, if, you know, if somebody tried to remove the plate, uh, you would get an automatic message uh, sent by SMS or to your email to find out if you were removing it to put it on another vehicle and then have it reprovisioned. If it wasn't you, then a stolen message could come up uh, to say that the you know, plate has been stolen. And because it has GPS, it can track, you know, where the plate's going. So there's a whole safety aspect to uh, having a plate. That That's fantastic. I have had my plate stolen off my car and it was really strange. And this would have been a lot easier if someone would have said, hey, there's no plate on your car because I didn't even notice it for, for a little bit until I got pulled over. I was like, oh, I don't even know that was off there. Um, give us yeah, some customer benefits. <laughs> well, customers, I mean, the thing is, is being able to interact with your plate. Uh, you're able to um, to be able to, like I said, change the background, uh, be able to put uh, banners on the uh, on the bottom of your plate, you know, like, you know, Happy Father's Day, Happy Mother's Day. Um, and then um, I think a big thing is that because you have real-time compliance, uh, you're able to pay monthly instead of yearly so you can kind of aggregate your costs. In California, it's a big deal because um, the VLF fees, vehicle licensing fees, are going up at the uh, at the end of the year. Uh, so by twenty five to one hundred and fifty dollars. So being able to aggregate those costs and pay monthly instead of yearly, I think, is a really big deal. 
And it just gives you a way of interacting with your plate that you didn't have before. You have a platform that can support, you know, your tolling, parking, any kind of specialty plates that you want. And it's right there, you know, on, on one application. Super simple to use. Very easy. There's also, you have different things for businesses. To, to use this plate? What are some of the unique features for the business? So if you're a business, a small and medium business, um, you want to know where your, vehicle, where your vehicles are. So you're able to track where your vehicles are going through the GPS. It has a GPS and an accelerometer. It also has an LTE connection, so you're connected to the cloud. Uh, so you're able to know where your vehicle is. You're able to do registration over air. And with fleet, that's a big deal because if your vehicle is misplated, uh, it's really difficult because it takes manpower to go out. Now you can do all of that, all of those changes over air. And your registration can be done over air so you don't have to put stickers on your vehicle anymore. And then when the vehicle is legally parked, uh, if you're a business, say, like a Comcast or or Joe's Pizza or something like that, um, when your vehicle is legally parked, you can actually have you know targeted messaging going down to your plate. So there's a whole interaction around, you know, the technology, the plate, and the vehicle that is just wholly unique. The big thing that's popping up in my mind right now is time saving. This is going to save so much time for its users. Absolutely. And it's and it's 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 time and then familiarity. You know, we use apps for everything. Like I do my banking off my banking app. You know, whenever you register for anything, you do it off apps that you that you have on your phone. And this would be taking the you know D and process into the 21st century because you're doing everything off an app and and it's and it's and it's nice because you know you don't have to wait for the mail to come to get your sticker you know once it's you can update it remotely so you, you have an interaction that you know wasn't there before for you and then you know I think what's really cool is that if you're you know if you want to support good causes like breast cancer or or the whale tail plate, uh, or you know Tahoe Blue, you're able to have five, six, ten different plates instead of just one, uh, and you could change them out on a monthly mm-hmm. basis if you'd like. So it just gives you a, a different kind of interaction. So much customization is available, and that's that's very nice. And I like that you can, yeah, support different causes. You don't have to choose just one. That's huge. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And I think that's important. And then I think something that we don't really talk about as much is that the fact that you can do amber alert and silver alerts uh, and, and, and talk about like inclement weather and, and, and be able to push that messaging, it becomes, it, it'll, it brings it into the community aspect. So we're looking out for each other. So it's a way in which if somebody was, you know, in distress or something and you could see it based on, you know, what was going on with the plate, then you could actually do something to potentially help. So it's, it's, it's a different way of us looking at community as a whole. Exactly. Now, where I guess walk me through um, a user experience. What does it take to put this plate on your vehicle? And when you want to purchase a different vehicle or whatnot, how does that all work? And the interaction with your phone. Yeah, so um, for, for the plate, if you're um, buying a new car, uh, we're selling these through dealerships. So the, the regular process that you go through to get a car, you would have this plate. And the information... Uh, when the reg- when your actual plate comes would just be downloaded automatically. So the same process you would go through to register it when you buy a new vehicle will be incorporated, but you would have this digital plate. Uh, at, at a dealership, um, they would actually affix it because you're you're looking for 12 volt power, consistent power. So they would do an installation like doing a radio installation on on the back of your vehicle, 
install the plate and get it connected. Uh, and then once the plate number uh, was was given to you by the DMV, it would automatically download on your plate. And um, and then once you uh, did that, you would have uh, the ability to you know be invited and in, in get your app either off um, you know Google Play or you know through the iPhone store because we have both uh, you know um, iOS and Android applications that you can have. And then it allows you to see kind of where you are. Uh, it allows you to see, you know, when your plate is due because it'll give you that information, and then it will allow you to customize it, and you can do it all through your application. Um, and then if you have a used car and you're getting it put on, um, basically we would ping the DMV to make sure the VIN and the license plate number match. And once we did that, we could actually download the image to your plate, and then you're, you know, you're off and running. So it's a really simple process. Uh, going back to the power. So is the power have its own? Is it have its own power? Is it taken from the car? There's no there's no fear of of draining a battery or anything. No, and the, the thing about the technology that we're using, we're using bi-stable, uh, you know, monochromatic uh, display. So think about like an e-reader. Uh, so it, the reason why we went with this particular technology is that it has no draw on your battery whatsoever. The image of itself will stay forever unless there's power given to it to change. So it operates just like a regular metal license plate. Mm. All right, well, that's pretty simple enough. And where is this available? Is it just in the US? Are you planning on going internationally? Yeah, so uh, great question. So where we are now is that we're, we're selling in dealerships in California. Uh, we also have them for small to medium businesses uh, and FMCs, which are fleet management companies. Uh, so we're working with like Galpin Motors, uh, you know, the Pendragon stores, Cooney Chevrolet and Cadillac, um, and about, you know, 15 other dealerships in California. And then we have them on Wavecar, Envoy, which are car sharing programs. We also have it on the city of Sacramento, has it on their electric fleets. Uh, and then we have it with Morris Trucking and, and North Bay Landscaping and a host of other, you know, small and medium businesses. Uh, so it's in California. We have it in Arizona on the Department of Transportation Vehicles, uh, and we'll be selling in dealerships uh, come September. And then uh, we passed legislation in um, Florida and Texas. Uh, so we're you know looking to have further engagement with them uh, next year. Uh, and then um, Washington State as well. Uh, and then there's another state. Uh, on the West Coast and two more on the East Coast that will be in before the end of the year. Uh, we signed a proof of concept with Dubai, uh, so we have plates on the road there right now. Um, and then we've had conversations with both Australia and Canada. Uh, so things are moving really quickly. In the not-too-distant future, we'll be seeing these these plates all over the place. This is really exciting. Yeah, no, I'm 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 really, really, really excited about it. I think the technology... Uh, will allow us to do a lot of really interesting things. I think there are applications that you can do with AVs as well uh, from a communication standpoint. Uh, so we're just excited to be, you know, kind of working as a team. I think the thing that I haven't talked about a lot that I think is really important is that we developed a true public-private partnership. We worked with the Department of Transport, uh, DMV, Department of Motor Vehicles. We've worked with law enforcement. We've worked with the Department of Transportation. And we've w worked with... Uh, legislators. And I think it's a different way of kind of interacting because most people run away from that, but we actually ran towards it uh, because we were able to find collaborative ways 
to actually work together. And if you come in with that type of you know spirit, I think it makes it really easy for things to get done. You know, with that being said, there's still going to be a process. It took, you know, three and a half years to pass legislation in California. But um, I think the work and the effort was worth it because you develop a relationship along the way. So um, and then it's then it actually gives you a, a platform to actually speak from because you've taken the time to actually do it right. It's 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 actually working in collaboration instead of, you know, you know, working in a silo. Well, absolutely. You're taking the time to build the relationships that because you are looking for a long term relationship. You're not just trying to pass these things just to get them on the road and get going. You want this to be a long term solution to to the problems that you're seeing with regular license plates. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's 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 fundamentally always the difference is that it's, you know, I, you're you're looking for a long term relationship. You're looking to build trust. And and you're looking actually also to build value because any relationship is it's it's two way it's two sided you know they need to get something you get something and then it works out I think in the best way and then you know just really being honest and, and upfront about you know what you're looking to do and being transparent about information and data and and those are things that we really believe in as a company. So what what is the price point for for these license plates if we wanted to go out and get some? Okay, um, for a at a dealership, if you buy it through a dealership, uh, it will be you know six ninety nine plus ninety nine dollars for a year's connection uh, fee, uh, and then uh, if you are uh, a fleet, uh, the price is two ninety nine, um, and then nineteen ninety nine a month. So you know that's the price point. Excellent. Um, give us a little bit of background about yourself. You know, how did you come into this space and start working on this? Well, you know, it's interesting. I was, um, I had a, a couple companies before where we would develop campaigns uh, for, um, say, Microsoft and Pepsi and, you know, Moet Hennessy and Diageo and a lot of different, you know, companies. And um, 2008 was, you know, a very interesting time. And what I realized is that when the economy was kind of falling apart around us, I really had no control over what I was doing or what we could charge from a business standpoint. And I wanted to be in a business where one, I actually was helping to move the needle in a very positive way, but also with a product that everybody needed. And, you know, I had a good friend that was in state government in California, and we kept looking at, you know, state-owned assets that were being underutilized, and we kept coming back to the license plate. It was something everybody needed, but the process was broken. And I thought I had a way of looking to fix it. So I, I literally asked him, I was like, do you know anybody at the DMV that I could actually talk to about this idea? And he knew the deputy director of uh, legislation, a guy named Dennis Clear. And uh, we met with him. And what I thought was going to be a five-minute conversation ended up being uh, an hour and a half. And I did the same thing with his counterpart at the CHP. And then started talking to state legislators, and then we were on our way. Um, and it, it was it was the right time to be thinking outside of the box. And you know, the, the thing was is that as long as you really believed in what you were doing and were willing to put in the time, you know, you could actually move the ball forward. And that's that's what's happened. And that's you know, when it all comes together like that, you know, you've got something good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we 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 had something, and. Um, and, and the thing was, is that we did it differently. We didn't build it and then, you know, and then try to force people what we force feed people what we built. We actually talked and thought and found out what would actually be legal to be on the road and um, and what was needed. 
and and based on that information, we're able to develop a product that actually made sense and solved some real issues. So at, through your journey with this, because it's been a it's been a relatively long journey, uh, what are some of the biggest things that you've learned about you know technology in general, navigating a new company? Give us some insight. Yeah, it's you know something. The biggest thing I learned is is to be patient, uh, to be patient and to be dedicated, and to be transparent. The the thing with patience is is that if you really believe in what you're doing. And, and you're really willing to put in the work uh, and see it through, there will always be some success on the other side. You know, when you give somebody your word that you're going to do something or you're going you're gonna, to, you know, create something, then you follow through with that, you know, to the best of your ability. And then, um, and then be willing to listen. Um, I think a lot of times, you know, people forget that they've got, you know, two ears and one mouth. You've got to really hear what people are trying to say. And, and, and once you're able, I mean, it's true. I mean, you, you get to talking and you don't really listen because if you're talking, you're not listening. And it's like, take time to actually ask a question, listen to the response, and then, you know, take good feedback. I've been really fortunate because I've had really amazing mentors that have helped to guide me from a business standpoint. And, you know, I was, you know, not afraid to reach out to them. Uh, and, and, and sit down and have conversations just to make sure that I was thinking through things the right way and, you know, and, and to think and learn to think more critically about what we were trying to accomplish. That's fantastic. So, Neville, what is the best place for people to find out more about Reviver and to look at your license plates and potentially buy them? Yes, I would go to www.rplate.com and you'll find out, you know, by putting in your, you know, zip code, uh, where, you know, you can buy a plate, uh, what dealerships we're working with. Uh, you'll find out information about the technology and the people that are, you know, running the company. So it's uh, it's kind of a one-stop shop for any information you need to know about, you know, our plate. Wonderful. Neville, thank you so much for joining us today and really sharing some insight into this exciting new company. And this product is, is pretty cool. I think you guys should all check it out, all of our listeners, because it is it's so unique. Thank you so much. And anytime that you have any questions, please feel free to reach out anytime. Thank you so much. That is Neville Boston. He is the CEO at Reviver Auto. This has been Juliette Lamar for Future Tech Podcast. Thank you all so much for tuning in. You've been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, both to review to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.